JD Talking Sports, May 2nd, 2017. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. Now, Isaac, you gotta go. Pitch got canceled. I freaking love Pitch. I watched it, all 10 episodes. Zach from Saved by the Bell. The Pops from Wonder Years. The girl whose name escapes me. They even had real uniforms. Kelly Ripa's husband was in it. Everything was good about it. I really liked it. I didn't know where it was going to go at the end of the 10 episodes, but I was excited. I was excited of the possibilities. And then I just read today they canceled the fucking show. I really was looking forward to season two. I really was. And they get rid of these shows and they keep a show like Archeron where they go back into the 40s and it sucks. And you think of why... It was a, it was a fresh show. It was a new show. Girl pitching in baseball. Never been done before. They had the cooperation with MLB, so it looked realistic. And I think they should have given the show a shot. And they said, oh, the ratings, whatever. You know, fuck the ratings sometimes. Give a show a chance to breathe. You ever watch the first episode of Seinfeld? Terrible. Terrible. First couple of episodes, terrible. The pilot was terrible on Seinfeld. wasn't even funny. All right. I said my piece. Now, Tyler Kepner wrote a piece on Noah Syndergaard. And Jim Cott, the beginning talks about Jim Cott when he was young, Warren Spahn was old. And they worked together. He was teaching him, he was teaching Cott how to, you know, use his torso to drive the plate and so on. And he gave one final word to Cott. He said, when the game's tied in the seventh inning, the game's just starting. You have to learn how to pitch to Mickey Mantle differently in the ninth inning than he did in the first inning. Now, Cott was a guy who got 283 wins. He said he laughed. He goes, that would be strange strange today. He's 78, Cott now, Jim Cott. He used to do all the Yankee games. He now is an analyst for MLB Network. 78 years young. He used to pitch with short sleeves, even in cold weather, and he pitched in Minnesota outdoors. Now, he was talking about Syndergaard, who tore his lat on Sunday in Washington. And Syndergaard right now throws a fastball harder than any pitcher in baseball, 98.2 miles an hour. was over 100. And Cott said it's sad to see, you know. He said there's so much more talented and gifted than we, we were. And this is a guy who's won 283 games. And he said that, you know, he knows how to pitch. He said Syndergaard, half his pitches have been sliders, curveballs, change-ups. He has an impressive repertoire and seems to enjoy the craft, not just the brute force of pitching. And then he was talking how he said how Syndergaard is fixated on velocity. And he was like, he brought up, how, why, did he, why did he need to bulk up and throw even harder? Because, you know, Syndergaard said, I want to set goals, not necessarily throw harder, but just make the game easier. Just never become complacent and try to maintain anything because once you start maintaining, you ultimately lose. Now, it, this seems fine, you know, for the most part. But think about it. There's a lot of pitchers who lost that youthful fastball but continue to dominate. But Syndergaard just, you know, listen, was it reckless? This is the thing. Tom House, he's a former pitcher, coach. He runs the National Pitching Academy in California. He told Bob Klapich of the Birkin record in February. He said about Syndergaard, he said, this is an injury waiting to happen by the second week of June, unless you're picking up a ball while you're getting stronger, you're just adding muscle that doesn't know how to throw. 
It's unskilled muscle. I like how he said that. It doesn't know how to throw. It's unskilled muscle. And Syndergaard didn't throw all winter. He, you know, he, he believed that, you know, throwing consecutive seasons around 200 innings were enough to stress on his arm. And sure enough, an injury happened even before House expected. And House says, I hate being right about these kind of things, he said on the phone on Monday. And he said he almost called the, the Mets doctor David Alcheck last week. He said, but it's none of my business. I'm not with Syndergaard every day. I'm not part of the Mets, you know, anything. But he knows Danny Worthen, the Mets pitching coach. And I just figured, well, it's going to run its course. And he said, in retrospect, I probably should have called the doctor and just kind of told him what my fears were. Now, House Like Cot believes that the Valley pitchers should throw more, not less. Now, the modern industry believes the opposite. Yet pitchers continue to break down, which I agree. Now, he said, what happens in today's games is kids pitch too much, but they don't throw enough. That's what House says. That's the simplest way to explain it. They haven't created a broad enough throwing foundation to handle the pitching workloads. He said, my brother and I wore out three garage doors throwing tennis balls against them. We lived at the beach. I bet you I threw a million sea rocks at seagulls. Not very environmentally friendly, but we were throwing all the time. Now, not pitching, throwing all the time. Now, Cott worked under the renowned pitching coach, Johnny Sane, who believed the pitcher should throw at least a little every day. Now, two of his pitchers, Cott and Tommy John, would go on to throw more than 4,500 innings apiece. No active pitcher has worked even 3,300 innings total. Think about that. And and Cott said, the single most important exercise that I did during my career was throwing the baseball. Whenever they would say, you sure you're not throwing too much? I would say, well, this is how I make my living. I'm just spinning the ball. I'm trying to figure out what makes it move. How can I make it do this and that? So my arm always stayed very flexible. 283 wins. 280. Now, Syndergaard, today's culture, which is, you know, radar gun, indicates, dictates a pitcher's value. He also, but he also wouldn't go for the MR last week, and, and he got away with it. You know, and Senior Allison said, we evaluate whether it's important to do so in spite of the opposition. This was factored in the decision as well. From that standpoint, who's not to say that things couldn't have been done differently? And he Anderson didn't think there was a connection between the ladder injury and the bicep problem. Well, listen, if you have a problem in one part of your body, you might walk a certain way. You know, your hip's bothering you. You're gonna, you could screw up your knee because you're, what's the word I'm looking for? You... Overcom- you compensate for that part. Who's to say? Now, Alderson said anything's possible. Now, Syndergaard got to 100 miles an hour on Sunday. Now, they, and I like how he did it. At a carnival, he would have won the biggest stuffed animal at the booth. At the ballpark, he won a lengthy trip to the DL. Interesting, right? I liked what he said. I love what he said. He said that unskilled muscle that's what he said yeah yeah this was my favorite line of the whole piece unless you're picking up a ball while you're getting stronger you're just adding muscle that doesn't know how to throw it's unskilled muscle and that's what he came in jacked he didn't throw all all season and it's not pitching it's throwing you're hey listen Jim Cott Tommy John 4,500 innings a piece over combined over 500 wins right Tommy John Tommy John that's a good point Tommy John I think Tommy John, did Tommy John, Tommy John stats, Tommy John, 
stats. Okay, I wanted to see. 283, Tommy John for his career, 288. Okay, the two guys combined for five, I'm sorry, five, 571 wins between them. Yep, 571 wins between them. You think they didn't know something? I think they've gone away from that shit. I really do. I really do. I I just... Wow. Yankees were up 8-2. Now they're up 8-4. Top of the seventh. Mets losing 6-3. And, 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 oh, I love this. Adam Jones got a standing ovation tonight. After yes, last night, he got stuff thrown at him. And he said he got... Racial taunts against them, which is bullshit. Bullshit. And you know what? They've always talked about Boston being a racist town. And then the mayor spoke. The governor said it's unacceptable, whatever. Major League Baseball said it's unacceptable, but it's still being done. You know what? Some asshole fan. Really? You know, I get upset. I just call a guy a moron. That's it. You shouldn't go by the color of skin. But you know what? There's always going to be an alcohol, always the stupid things. But you would hope we get past this shit, right? I mean, I would hope we get past this shit. And Rangers beat the centers four to one. They are down two games to one. They had to get the win tonight. They got the win. Hallelujah. I did not want to see a blowout. I I just said, I do not want to see a blowout. I want to see a good series. And last night, how about this? Oh, oh, okay. Rockets beat the Spurs 126-99. Rockets made 22 three-pointers last night. Unbelievable. Now, a little college football. Nick Saban, he has to replace seven on defense, three on offense. Nine Crimson Tide players went in the top 80 in the draft last weekend. Not right? But he's bringing everybody back. He's got Brian, Brian DeBall, who was the Patriots tight end coach last year, the new offensive coordinator. He's got Calvin Ridley, star receiver. Bo Scarborough, who, if he hadn't got hurt, I think, against Clemson, they would have won. And then Jalen Hurts is only a sophomore. They're going to be a pretty goddamn good, good team next year. Now, I've got the, now the thing I was talking about, the, the Browns, Jabril Peppers, Jabril Peppers with Greg Williams' defense, they're going to put them all over the place. I think it's going to be good. And I think Deshaun Kaiser could be a franchise quarterback. I think they had a pretty good, pretty, pretty good draft. And the Jets are not going to pick up the fifth-year option on first-round pick, 2014 first-round pick, Calvin Pryor. I kind of saw that coming. They drafted two safeties. You knew that was happening. You knew that was coming. That was coming. You could smell it a mile away. The Red Sox sickened by the contact of a select few. And Bama just gave Nick Saban a three-year extension through 2024. We'll pay him $11 million this season. $11 million. The three-year extension is going to pay him 6.48 per year through 2025. Not be, if you can, and I'll tell you, in Alabama, if you can make it, take it. And I, I love this. LeBron, you know what? you got to stick up for your teammates. LeBron is going to pay Dante Jones 6K in fines for Monday suit technicals. You don't have to worry about it. He's good. That's what a good teammate does. It's like, dude, I got you. I got you. I got you. I like that. I like when I heard stuff. I, I said, you know what, LeBron? You're good. Now, I thought this was interesting. USA Basketball is going to attempt to qualify for the 2019 FIBA World Cup using primarily D-League players, NBA stars, to play in main tournament. You know what? It's 
they're a step above the college. Why not? I don't know. It might backfire. A lot of the D League players, you know, are they that hungry? I guess we're going to see. Hey, shake things up a little bit. And Rangers, how about they, I didn't know this, but they have played in the most playoff games in the league since the start of the 2012 postseason. Did not know this. Now, I thought this was interesting. There was a good article about the coach, uh, Boucher, who's the coach of the Ottawa Senators. And one of the players, one of his players, Derek Broussard, is a former Ranger. He said about uh, Boucher, he's, he's intense, he's serious, and he likes to communicate with the players. He's a hockey coach, and with players, there's a mutual respect always, but our head coach is not our friend. I said, you know what? That's, that's it right to a T. He, he's our head coach, but he's not our friend. I like that. I thought it was really good. Unbelievable. And, la- okay, so last night, Yankees lost to the, to the Blue Jays. They have lost 26 out of 39 games against the Blue Jays since the beginning of 2015. And they lost their first back-to-back games since the beginning of the season. How about that? They have not, but they're winning tonight, 8-4. Not bad. And Greg Bird went on the DL with an ankle injury, and they brought up uh, Reef Snyder. Severino got, got hit hard last night. Greg Bird, one of the DL, he's not been playing great. And I didn't know this, but Luis Severino has not beaten the Blue Jays in five starts. And and Aaron Judge tonight during batting practice, he hit a he hit one out and it shattered a a TV out in the you know, they built the whole new mezzanines, whatever, out there, the I don't know, to try to get fans more, bring more fans into the game. And he shattered one, and one of the guys at Yes tweeted the picture up. Hit a home run tonight, too, is 11th. Gardner has two home runs tonight, too. Gardner's hitting the shit out of the ball, man. And Jacoby Ellsbury made a great catch last night, but he hit his elbow, and he stayed in the game, but he wasn't sure if he'd play today. Ellsbury is just a walking. He's always hurt. Always hurt. And I have a trivia question tonight. Who has the most home runs against the Yankees of all active players. They also, I read somewhere too about what they predicted for the teams to win this coming year. Well, New England's 11 and a half, the Jets are five and a half. Unbelievable. Chiefs, the Patriots won 14 last year, projected 11 and a half this year. Cowboys won 13 last year, nine and a half this year. Chiefs, 12 last year, projected to win nine this season. I mean, it's it's all, it's all, you know what? There's a lot to, Got to play a season, right? In the AFC North, they have Pittsburgh with 10.5. Texans, actually Indianapolis with 9. Texans with 8.5. I guess it's going to depend who's going to play quarterback for them. And Oakland with 9.5 leading the AFC West. And in the NFC East, they have the Giants at 9, the Cowboys at 9.5. Unbelievable. San Francisco, 4.5. I'm surprised it's even that high, to be honest with you. Seahawks, 10 and a half. The nine worst teams last season are all expected to be better. They said the Browns, who were 1-15 last year, expected to win four and a half this season, which I still think is kind of high because you still don't know who's going to play quarterback. And it's all, you know what? You never know. I, I'm sorry. The Packers won 10 last year. They're predicted to win 10 this year. And they've won at least 10 games in seven of the last eight seasons. 
Seahawks won 10 last year. Pretty good win 10 half this year. Ravens, 8-8 eight and eight last year, but they're predicted to win 9.5 this year. And they have the easiest schedule. So why are they only predicted to win 9.5 games? Bills. <laughs> they won 7 games last year, but their overrunner for next year is 6. That makes them the only team with a losing record predicted to be even worse. It all depends on your goddamn quarterback, right? It all depends on your goddamn quarterback. Yeah. Adam Jones says that threw a bag of peanuts at me and called me the N-word a handful of times. It's, come on. It's Boston. Why are we shocked by this? The governor of Massachusetts, Charlie Barker, Baker, wrote, Fenway fans' favorite the game last night was unacceptable and shameful. This is not what Massachusetts and Boston are about. Boston Mayor Martin J. Wall said something like this doesn't belong in sports. He said to CBS Boston, he said it's an unfortunate incident and it should not reflect the city, who we are as Boston. But it happened. Shit shouldn't happen. It should never happen. Disgusting. It really is. It's it's despicable. It's it's embarrassing. That stuff should never listen. I I I've been a Boston. It is. It's 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 kind of a racist town. It's always been known as such. <laughs> I mean we, I went to a game with a, a guy. He said, Look around. What do you see? Only white people. It was. We went to a, a Red Sox game. It was predominantly at, it was Caucasian. Very few African Americans in the game. Very few. It, it's 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 a tough city. Oh, and I love this. Greg Hardy says he's not a fucking psychopath, and the NFL might give him another shot. That's what he says. I and I love when you talk about yourself in the third person. I have to show that Greg Hardy is not a fucking psych, psychopath. Meanwhile, you threw a girl on a bed full of guns. A girl weighed like a hundred pounds. Dude, you're you're two fifty two, whatever, two seventy, two eighty, throwing. A, Dude, what's your problem? And Sidney Crosby, who had a concussion game three, won't play game four against the Capitals. They're up 2-1, game four tomorrow in Pittsburgh. That's going to affect them. And he's been playing very, very good. Unbelievable, right? This is Andrew Brunson, something interesting. He said, he wished every general manager and coach publicly loves their draft he said he wished that it would be refreshing if one stood up and said, we really want another guy, but he, we, he went right before us, but we like this guy too. Yeah, i kind of like to know who you were going to take. I mean, it's over now anyway, right? It would be kind of cool to know. And they're saying that Jeb Bush, Derek Jeter moving forward to buy the Marlins. I hope it happens. It'd be awesome. And Sammy Watkins, fifth year, not going to pick up the Bills. How about that? He'll be an unrestricted free agent. Had a lot of injury problems, but they traded up. They gave a lot of draft picks to get him. It's a new day in Buffalo. Ankle bruise for Greg Bird, 10-game DL. He is not sort of the way they were hoping to. Jamal Charles, now a Bronco, four-time Pro Bowler. He's going to get a... I think he's getting, yeah, one year, $3.75 million. Played in eight games. Over the past two years, I mean, he's been injured a lot. But I'll tell you, if he can come back healthy, he'll help the Broncos a lot. And how, oh, this I found this interesting. Better puts up 50,000 and win 500 Warriors to defeat Jazz in second round series. That's for the Westgate Superbook. 50,000 and win 500 bucks, it doesn't make sense. And more stuff on the... On Boston, when you go to Boston, expect it. That's what CC said. 
He said, that's what you just expect when you go there. And Buck Showalter, the manager, what did he say? Not the only place that it happens. He said he would have pulled the team if he would have known what was going on. Well, great. And hey, and then we got the Mets. Curtis Granderson. He's a 124 batting average, 177 on base percentage, and a 213 slugging percentage. One home run, six RBIs going into the game tonight. He is the reverse triple crown winner, they said. Lowest batting average, on base percentage, and slugging percentage in the major leagues. He's in a 1 for 29, 034. 034 batting average, less from searching for answers. He took a round of early batting practice today with Kevin Long. He says he has to get his field to return. Okay. We shall see on that. Well, one for 29. And he's in the last year of a four-year, $60 million contract. He says the year's still salvageable. He goes, I'm not at 100 yet, so if I... So I I really, if I can get to where I've been in the past, around the 500 mark, there's a lot of at-bats still left to be had. Okay, still early. I'm not going to get crazy about it. Adam Jones got a standing O today at Fenway. as well he should have on that front. Yankees are winning 8-4, to four, bottom of the seventh. Of course, I, I don't think Tanaka's in anymore. Tanaka went six and a third, eight hits, four runs, four strikeouts. Tyler Clippard, and they're already on Batances. All right. Times are going to get to Chapman sooner than later. Eight, four, bottom of the seventh, no outs. They got they got to get six more outs. And the Mets losing 7-3. Matt Harvey pitching tonight. Five and a, th- five and a third, eight hits, six runs, three base and balls, two strikeouts. Not a good night. Not a good night at all. Let me see. Curtis Granderson came in as a pitch hitter and didn't do anything. Bruce hit his eighth home run of the season. He's in a 289. Cabrera hit his third of the season. Conforto, man, 333, one for three tonight with a base on ball. Conforto is playing pretty good. Pretty damn good. And I checked out Liberty won. Hey, Liberty won today. 81-65 in an exhibition game. I will be going to some games this year. I promise you that. Wizards up by 10 with 243 left in the third. High score, 67-64 at the half. Nationals losing 5-3 to to the Diamondbacks. Harper, 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 Harper. Harper and Murphy both have RBIs tonight. Red Sox beat the Orioles 5-2. Rangers 4-1. Who scored tonight for the Rangers? Zuccarello, Grabner, Nash, and Lindbergh. And Pago, who had four goals in the last 6-5 double overtime win in game two, he had a goal tonight, his sixth of the series. All right, they're playing game four. They got to keep winning. Have to keep winning. All about winning. All right. That's in Golden State place tonight. They're going to destroy, destroy the. They're going to destroy Utah. It's not. It's going to be ugly. All right. Last night's last trivia question. Last show's trivia question. Okay, active major league players who have the most hits through his age twenty six season. Three active 
Major League players who have the most hits through his age 26 season. Miguel Cabrera had 12 under 20 through 2009. Albert Pujols had 1159 through 2006. And Yankee Starling Castro, 1147 through 2016. How about that? And tonight's trivia question, what active player has the most home runs against the Yankees? Active player with the most home runs versus the Yankees. Used to be a guy, Ortiz was the guy before he retired last year. Who is the new active leader at most home runs against the Yankees? All right, we shall see. Oh, Mets losing 8-3. to I just got an update. Yankees. Game three tomorrow. We shall see if the Yankees can keep it going for Frank. Mets, come on, man. Let's get some consistency going on this season. NBA playoffs, I'm rooting. I'll tell you, I got to always root against the Celtics. I want the Wizards to move on. Tomorrow night, the Cavs. I'm all excited. Folks, I'm out of here. Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.